Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's Give the Small Talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to episode 51 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode. Because a big occurrence has happened in my life. That's right, guys. She said yes. Alicia and I are engaged. So today, I'll be sharing with you what led me up to asking the big question. And I'll also be joined by my good brother, Malcolm. And he'll be sharing with me what happens next. Like I said, since Monday, this entire week is all about love, L-O-V-E, love, love, love. Now, before we dive deep and have a lovely conversation, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy Let's Give the Small Talk and would like to help it reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. Trust me, it goes a long way. And for everyone that has already been doing so, thank you so much. Thank you. Please continue doing so. I deeply appreciate it. And thank you in advance. All right. Let's jump into our first Segment score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. Y'all know what day it is. Come on, come on. You know what today is. It's Friday. So, what is our slogan? Okay. What is our motto on Fridays, y'all? Finish strong Friday. Finish strong Friday. Finish strong Friday. The weekend is approaching. It's time to kick back. It's time to relax. You've been working all week. Now is your time to enjoy yourself. But before you do so, because we don't go anywhere until the job is complete. Okay? So before you kick back, relax, and enjoy yourself as you should, I need you to make sure that everything you set out to do for this week is complete. Remember, we start to finish. We do not. I repeat, we do not start to stop. We start to finish. Execute. Okay, that's what we're working on execution. All right. Whatever we set out to do, consider it done. All right. Okay. 
I want to give a special shout out to all the goal seekers out there. I am truly elated inside. There's been so much progress happening as of late. It is insane. I'm so, 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 so happy. Everyone has truly been working towards their goals and dreams and aspirations. You guys don't know how amazing it is. How amazing it is to see everyone stepping, stepping towards their success. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up. All right. With that being said, it's time for me to bring in our special guest, my good brother Malcolm, because we are ready to dive right in. Once again, this episode is titled, She Said Yes! You know, I told you guys earlier I was going to have my good brother Malcolm join in with me because he has already been through this process and he is going to share some great advice today about what happens next. But before we jump into that, let's go ahead and introduce my good brother Malcolm. Welcome in, Malcolm. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Back at it again. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for joining me, man. You know, it's been it's been about a week now, you know. Yeah. About yep. a week, five days, five days, but it feels so long ago already, but not too long, but it feels longer than five days since I did uh, you know, pop the question. I wanted to share the story today about what led me up to it. Okay. And because uh, uh, as you know, you know, we talked the other day and I want to kick it off with this right here. Everybody is different, of course, but I could just speak for myself. I know I like to do things um, genuinely and, and on my own accord. And when it came to asking Alicia to marry me, it's something that just just kind of just hit me out of the blue one day. And here, here's what I mean by that, bro. I would say around last September, October, right? I was just talking to myself. I was talking to myself. Maybe I was on my way to work. Maybe I was at work, but I was alone. I was alone. And I told myself, I'm like, I don't want to refer to her anymore as my girlfriend. I want to refer to her as my wife. Mm. And that's how it started for me. It it was literally that sentence right there. And I just felt like, man, girlfriend is getting like, oh, this, it feels like elementary. You know, I'm like, I want her to be my wife. Mm. And ever since I said that out loud, that seed was planted in my mind. And I start to get the ideas and slowly muster up the courage to, you know what? I'm going to ask you to be my wife. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so for a few months, I just kept thinking about it. And I remember on Christmas, my mom, I was speaking to my mom and she said, no pressure or anything. I'm just asking a question. Uh, but do you think, do you think, you know, that you would like to get married? You think she's the one? And I immediately said, oh, absolutely. I said, yeah, I told myself a couple months ago that I'm going to propose next year. 
And she mm. said, what? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it next year. And I was down in Atlanta, as you know, back in January. And I was just talking to you, man. And I just like, I'm like, bro, I'm going to do it this year, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, originally, I set out for October. You know, our anniversary is in October. Uh, but one of the things that I really, really wanted to make sure uh, happened when I popped the question is I wanted Aaliyah to be present. It was important that Aaliyah witness it happen. And I, I, that that was very, very important to me. So when we was planning out Valentine's Day, so Saturday was, you know, for Alicia and I, uh, we enjoyed ourselves. And then Sunday, we we were, you know, we was doing Love Day, you know, a family celebration, right? So I was at work and this is this is like two weeks out, right? Two weeks out from Valentine's Day. And I'm like, yo. The perfect time to propose would be that Sunday during our love celebration. And immediately I started looking at rings. I ain't going to lie. I was looking at rings prior. I, I was I was trying to figure out rings, you know, at least a month before. But now I'm like, no, I'm going to buy a ring because it's going to be for in two weeks, in 10 days. So I was looking, looking, looking. And then I seen one, bro. Boom. And I knew that's the one. That's the one. I got to have that one. Soon as I seen it after scouring the web for diamonds and diamonds and diamonds and diamonds. And you know what, bro? When I went to the store and... um. We were, I was about to check out, right? And I'm just looking at it. And, you know, I, you hear a lot about diamonds, right? You hear like, oh, diamonds are overrated or diamonds are a woman's best friend or, you know, blood diamonds, you know, the origins of them from Africa. And so you just hear so much about diamonds, right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm about to check out and I'm looking down at this ring, number one, I'm like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> like, like, yeah, wow, okay. I like this is happening. And then number two, I was like, I had to swallow my pride. Boom. And I said, all that junk, I was talking about diamonds from listening to all my podcasts and the conspiracies about diamonds, which is true. Diamonds are not a rare gem, they are trumped up. And and overpriced. That that's a fact, guys. Guys, diamonds are not rare. We all know that. But the commercials in the industry would tell you otherwise. But boy, oh boy, Malcolm, when <laughs> I was looking down at that ring, I fell in love with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with diamonds. I said, "Oh, I take back everything I ever said about you, because you are beautiful." And, you know, I checked out and, uh, you know, I was just hiding a ring in the crib. But every day, I promise you, when Alicia went to work and Aaliyah was napping, I'd just be looking at it. I'd be like, wow. You know, I clean it, look at it, you know, then 
then hide it again. And I did that for days and days and days. And then the day finally came and I was eager. I was eager. I was not nervous. I was literally like, like, I like I made a playlist and everything. And I'm like, I want to do it to this song. And and I was just ready, bro. I was eager. And then it happened. And you know what? You know me. I wrote down a little something, something in my phone, you know, and for a whole week, I was getting down on my knee, looking in the mirror, practicing what I was going to say, right? (laughs) Boy, oh boy. I got down on my knee and I'm looking at Alicia and Aaliyah is right there to my right side. And I forgot everything I was going to (laughs) say. I forgot (laughs) Everything, bro. Everything. And the crazy part about it, I literally only wrote down like four to five sentences. And one of them included Alicia Ann Jennings, Will You Marry Me? And and I, I went blank. I was trying to remember. And then I'm just like, oh my gosh, I forgot everything I was going to say. So I just started speaking from the heart. And then like two of the lines like came like in the midst of it. And then, you know, I popped the question in and she said, yes, guys, she said yes. And she was crying and there's a, you know, bunch of tears, happy tears, big hugs, sweet kisses. And uh, it was just, it was a, it was a, it was a surreal moment because, you know, Alicia and I, we have talked about marriage and uh, we both agreed that that's something we want to do. Absolutely. So we, we were all on one accord and you know, after you do it, that's when you have like that that post convo where like, did you did you know it was gonna happen or did you did it? But she was she was truly surprised and she had no idea it was coming that day. She did think it was gonna come this year, and guess what, bro? What? She thought it was gonna come on our anniversary. Oh, nice. So it's good that I didn't do it on the anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, you know, for me, I just wanted it to be an utter shock and and that's what it was. And it all happened. You know, I always envisioned something intimate. I'm not a center of attention type of guy. So I wanted something to be just her and I and Aaliyah. And we're at home. We got the whole place decorated and love this, love that, hearts everywhere. We got a beautiful playlist on. We had a beautiful meal uh, everyone was uh, exchanging uh, their love day gifts, and it was just, it was perfect timing, man, perfect timing. And uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. So we've, you know, we, we've had some conversations already about, you know, maybe how many people, how many people in a bridal party. And this. so we're getting it going, but right now we're still in that, um, in that euphoric yeah. Euphoric stage. Yeah. Right now we're just we're we're uh we're we're blissful. We're just uh basking in euphoria right now. And you know, we we took the ring to go get sized. Um okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. You didn't know the ring size? Nah, nah. <laughs> you know what's crazy? That's always is, tough. You gotta be smart around that. If you, you ask for the ring size, they automatically don't know anyways. Tell me about it. That's why there's I no don't have to know know it up front. For yeah. real. Yeah. Wow. That's dope, man. I, I could not think of one slick way yeah. to yeah. ask for her ring size. So you know what I did? 
<laughs> so the ring I wanted, as soon as I seen it, I was like, I'm going to go buy this tomorrow. The ring I wanted was only in a size seven at the store, right? Mm. So what I did was I went ahead and brought it. I'm like, I'm going to try to put it on the best I can. And if we need to size it, we size it. But I'm getting this now, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I got home, I seen one of her, like, uh, you know, one of, one of her rings, like, you know, up in her jewelry, like, you know, case and yeah. stuff. So I put that ring because when I brought the ring, when I got home, the diamond, I, I had tried it on my pinky and mm-hmm. it, it fits like on my pinky. And yeah. I said, and then one day, Alicia, I, Alicia, Aaliyah and I, we were in the bedroom and then Aaliyah was playing around with like her rings. And then Aaliyah was like, um, mommy, look, put it on, put it on. And then uh, Alicia said to me, she was like, you know, you never asked me for my ring size. This is after I brought the ring, right? <laughs> and and so she's just talking casually and have no idea. She said, you never asked for my ring size. How are you supposed to know? And I'm like, I said, nah, I already know. Don't worry about it. I already know. And then <laughs> I said, I, I said, put this one on. And it was, it was one of her own rings. And she put it on, on her ring finger. Uh. And it had fit, right? I said, okay. I said, yeah, trust me. I got it. I know. Bro, she left the room. I immediately picked that picked that uh, ring up, and I and I put it on my pinky, and it fit. Ah, uh. so I purchased a seven, and she went and got a size for seven and a half. So I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that so, was good yeah, yeah. So the seven worked. Uh, we were we were able to put it on. I don't know if you guys seen the photos already, but it was able to be on. But she did want it a little bit. Um, a little bit bigger. So we're supposed to get that back in about a week or so. She was saying the other day, I miss my ring. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. I just be looking at it sometime, like with it being on her finger and just like, uh, like, yo, it's gold time. I won't lie, bro. After I, I brought it, I said, yo, I'm about to go hard in life. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, it's time to yo, start different man like when you first of all when you holding on to the ring for a while like i probably had mine for like a good week you believe you just be looking at it be like dang i gotta i gotta make something shake out <laughs> for sure yes yes like, i gotta i gotta change my life <laughs> exactly i'm like yo i might go pick up another job i'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna really start going hard i'm on my on my, on my entrepreneurial i'm about to go in i'm about so i was just really really motivated i'm like it's I, don't know why. I don't know why you be feeling like that I don't even know, man. I don't even know. But that was that was the story, guys. What led me up to it, and that and that was the actual event. And it's just a beautiful thing. Like I said, we're we're right now. We're still on cloud nine, just basking in bliss. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's dope. Congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for uh, just being there, man. Along alongside uh, my side the entire time. You know, um, it's been a journey and uh, just thank you for just uh, just rocking with me, man. Just just being that that rock support, solid foundation and uh, whichever way I was feeling, you was always there uh, to, uh, you know, encourage me and also push me to, you know, step it up and, and do the right thing, too. You know, we, we've had those conversations. So, 
Thank you, man. And and shout out to Risha, man. Risha has always held it down. <laughs> and um and yeah, thank you. I I appreciate it. And you know absolutely no problem. Just happy, man. You know, you know, bro. You know when you know, man. Right. That's a hundred percent sure. You know when you know, and um you know, from young, they, they, uh, from young, we witnessed love from our parents, yep. uh, to the TV shows and movies we watch and, uh, to the, to the puppy love relationships we're in starting in middle school and high school. Um, but man, when you find the person that you want to enjoy and experience the rest of your life with that's a that's a special thing man Mm -hmm. that's a special thing you know uh so yeah i'm just i'm grateful i'm grateful appreciative and excited and uh yeah yeah really happy man my brother we were talking the other day and i I got a question to ask you though let's just Let's let's just have some guy talk for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Uh listen, man. How do you feel about because listen, some guys may not be ready just yet, right? Yep, yep. And as a fellow man, you know that something of this magnitude you must do genuinely, hopefully with no pressure genuinely from the bottom of your heart you you should ask this question when you want to yeah yep but what if what if and i don't want to put any years on it a time on it but what if your significant other felt like you were waiting a little bit too long to ask what if she got down on her knee Mm. and asked you to marry her. How how do you feel about that? Because that is a thing. Is it a popular thing? I don't know. Is it a rare thing? I don't know. But has it ever happened in life? Yes. Yeah. So what do you think about when the when the girlfriend, when the woman uh proposes to the boyfriend, to her man? You know, I'm not a fan of it. Um not at all. I'm just like imagining myself in that situation. And truthfully, like to be put on the spot like that in front of it, it would make me feel like less of a man. Like, you know, I know, you know, you know, there's people don't really believe in like gender roles or anything like that. But I do believe like as far as proposing and, you know, getting down on one knee, I think that solely falls on the man to do, you know, Um, I went I went I'm not I'm not a fan at all of of women proposing to men. I think that's for the men to do. Um, but you know, everybody's different. We live in a world where, you know, things are more acceptable, but you know, I'd, I'd, I'd raise my sons the same way. Like you gotta be the one to ask that question. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I, I just, uh, I, uh, it's just not, it's not, I know I hate to say it like that, but that ain't for a woman to do like, a woman's supposed to be sought after. You get what I'm saying? Like, seeked out. Like, I feel like if you're a woman and you feel like you've gotten to the point where you feel like you have to drop down and get on your knees, you probably should have left that relationship a while ago. 
Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. If it's, it's okay for a woman to have that timeline, her own timeline. And if, if the man is not comfortable within that timeline, it's okay for her to walk away from that. You know what I mean? Because truthfully, like all you doing, it's like sending, it's like setting up a mousetrap. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, like you said, it has to be genuine. Yeah. And if that's not going to be genuine because I'm, I, I've never met me personally. I can't speak. I've never met a man that would be okay with a woman proposing to him. I just ha- I've never met that man yet. Not to say that the, there's not men out there who, who think that's okay. Um, but I just haven't, I just haven't met, you know, none of my friends are like that. None of my siblings, my brothers, uncle, any man that I could, you know, see would accept that. So I don't know. It's just, for me, I don't know. It could be an archaic way of thinking. Um, but I just, I just, I, I don't understand it at all. No, nah, man. No, nah, that's not archaic at all because I understand exactly what you're saying. And I feel you because listen, if you have to ask the man to marry you, then he's not ready to marry you because he would have right. done so already. He would have asked you. Yeah. He would have asked you. And that's that. That's where I get real, real, real finicky and hesitant with it because you, you don't ever want to make someone feel pressure to do something they're not ready to do. Yeah. And, and you can easily say, well, well, some men may pressure women into getting married by asking too soon or too early. And you know what? Okay. You got a point, but are we not having conversations? Right. Are we really just like asking off the whim? Like you guys didn't even have like a, you know, where do we see ourselves in five years conversation and marriage yeah. was spoke on was was spoken about. So that's all I'm saying is is like, you know, I, I'm a man. That's all I could speak for is just as a man. As you know, men, we are very stubborn. We only do what we want to do when we want to do it. Right. That's 100 percent true. If he wants to marry you, he will ask you right i really can't go anything around that and i know i know you you got to get your money up i know that i know that but trust me sometimes it's not even about the money you know if he wants to he will find a way yeah he will find a way to make it happen so so yeah man yeah that's uh you know like you said you know, for all the ladies listening, if you are with someone and you want to marry them and they ha- and they haven't asked just yet and you have a timeline and it's a that's perfectly fine. You know, yeah, you know, um, and if that isn't met, if that doesn't happen by your expiration date, then then by all means, feel free to bow out. But see, that's another thing, too, though, that I spoke about on in the past is. Timelines and relationships. So here's my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Timeline meaning like, all right, we've been together for three years. I'm expected to be engaged by the third year. I just, I just want to say this. You can't quantify love. You can't put time, age, or number on love. 
And here's what I mean by that. First of all, it takes a lifetime to get to know someone because it takes a lifetime to get to know yourself, right? Yep. So if you, and, and I am fully aware of the biological clock, if you saying I have about a five-year window of getting married, having a child, whatever the case, whatever is is on your mind and, and on your list to do, right? Okay. My advice to you would be this. First, when you're in that dating stage, one, date with a purpose, date with intentional, like intentional dating opposed to recreational dating, right? There are other people out there. There are other men out there who are looking to date intentionally as well because they want to get married within a certain time frame. So all I'm saying is if you are looking to get married within a certain time frame, make sure you are dating and getting to know someone who wants that same thing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone who is looking to have that same thing around that same time frame. Don't get with someone who doesn't have any plans of getting married. And then after three, four years, you're upset that they never proposed and you feel like it was a waste of your time. Have that conversation from the jump. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this story, Mo. This is a real life story. There's a guy that I know who been married before, right? Uh-huh. And he got divorced and it it took a toll on him. It it took a lot out of him. Yeah. And he got back in the dating scene like a couple of years later he moved to a new state and uh he met someone and this lady is about mm, about 7 to 8 years younger than him. So I would say he's about like 36 and she's like 28 right okay okay so uh he's been married lasted for a couple years didn't work out they moved on for him he's like man i don't want to get married again like that's his mindset like i've yeah i i'm all set on that i don't want to get married again and so he started dating this lady and she does have aspirations of getting married right somewhere down the line where i don't know but people always think they can change people i don't know why uh she sticks around and thinks that she's going to be so fabulous that one day he's going to want to change his mind and get married again Mm -hmm. but it don't have anything to do with her at all it has everything to do with what he experienced about marriage right so three years come and she hints at it, and he's still staunch. Uh, I'm not looking for for marriage, but I, I love you. I want to be with you. I want to have a family with you. I want to start a family. I want to do this and do that, but I don't want to get married. She leaves. Mm. Like, like she ups and leaves. And this dude is down bad for months. This dude... Oh my gosh. He, he was so he was so sad and distraught. And then he's saying, Man, I should have married her. I, I should have I should have asked her. Da, da, da. Now he's going back on his word. 
but you said you didn't want to get married. And right. and so she stuck around hoping to change you. But now that she's gone, now you want to get married. Bro, the lady, two months later, was already talking to someone else. She met someone new, right? Mm. Six months after that, engaged. Uh, he dodged the bullet. Now, what you mean by that, my brother? Let's talk about it. He dodged the bullet. When you, when you, listen, I understand people who want to get married, want to start a family, but I'm always hesitant to people who are just willing to pick anybody to, to have those things. Just to be like, married. Just to be married or just to say they have kids. Like, you doing this because for me, when I see that, you doing that for fun. Like, you want to be like everybody else. You don't have, you've never really truly thought out what it takes to be married, right? You just, everybody around you is married. That's why you want to be it. So you want to have the same conversation that everybody else is having. But when, when, to me, that looks like desperation. Yeah, that is scary. That is scary. You're talking to a whole nother, like if you was really in love with that person, because it's hard when you've been with somebody for for a long period of time to just detach like that. It takes time. It's a recovery period. And then two months later, you're in a relationship. Six months later, that means eight months after this this relationship that you've been in in years, you're now married again? Yeah. You're, you're now married after or engaged to being married after eight months after you've been in a, uh, a couple years in a relationship already? Like, how do you even get to know that person? Right. Me, to me, that was the goal from the beginning. Was oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna act like this nothing nothing seems genuine now when 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 she was with with him it just seemed like her ultimate goal was just to get the ring it wasn't really to establish a strong uh, relationship exactly exactly and that's that's you know what that's why you just you be mindful of of who you're dating and who you with and and granted she, she gave him three years worth of opportunities to change his mind you know but she wanted to get married and she went in got what she wanted you know yeah. and and she wasn't playing so i i respect her for that i commend her for that and then also hopefully hopefully you know all is well for sure because you I don't know. So some people do get engaged like within two months, man, of, of meeting each other. I don't know. Uh, to each his own. You know what I'm saying? But but <laughs> wait, you was about to say something, bro? I mean, yeah, I mean good luck with that, man. That sounds like no, that's 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 that old way of um that sounds like you know how kings and queens used to do. You have a princess for two months, you know, you invite another, you know, uh, uh, another prince from another country. And he'll stay in your country for about two months to court your 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 daughter, and then you send him off to be married. It sounds like the same thing to me. You know what I mean? They don't know each other. You get what I'm saying? And talking about, oh, you'll learn how to fall in love. Yeah, I I bet you don't know nothing about this person. Whether he has, you know, anger management issues, if he's, you know, a toxic person in general. And it sounds good, all that first love at first sight and all that. Yeah, but I, don't, I ain't with none of that. It just don't make sense to me. It ain't never made sense to me. Yo, can I ask you something, Brody? Yeah. Cause you 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 just you just sparked the question. How do you feel about arranged marriages? 
I mean, I I'm not really for it. I can understand it as long as both parties understand what it is, right? Um, but I, I, I I'm not really. To me, that's an old way of doing things, like arranged marriage and stuff like that. I'm not really for it because an arranged marriage is 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 such an old way, like of of doing things, right? That's basically saying that women you're using women as property at that point when you mm-hmm. do arranged marriage. It's just an agreement, yeah, right? To I'm keep the money. There's some type of benefit, yeah, yep, out of to it. keep the money in the family. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not really arranged marriage. It it most of what I've seen never makes sense. Um, I think I've seen maybe like one situation where an arranged marriage kind of made sense, but it's only because these these people knew each other for when they were little. They grew up together. They knew from almost birth that they were going to be married to. So they already started to practice loving each other, um, getting to know each other, and eventually it just worked for them. So, but yeah, um, range marriage is, it's, it's more of a, a financial benefit and I don't believe set that's to me, that's you, you selling somebody and that's no different than like slavery in my mm-hmm. mind. Um, because when the person, when the person is paying for something, right. Or getting some type of benefit out of it, he don't necessarily see that. He sees that person as a benefit or, you know, some type of use. And I'm, I'm not really, it, it doesn't register in my mind. So. I'm not really for it. In most cases, it never makes sense to me. I feel you, man. I feel you. And that's and that's some people's qualms with marriage to begin with. Even Wiz Khalifa, he said he'd never get married again after Amber Rose. He said marriage is a business and love and business has has nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do know marriage has scarred some people because of the because of the business aspect of it. You know, some people yeah, say it, there is a business aspect. We'd be lying if we said that there is not business aspect it is a, a a a document that you will sign and you are held liable for this if you marry somebody and you know you set up a certain life for, for this person and you guys establish certain things and if it's split there's repercussions for that right i think everybody needs to understand like it's it's, it's not you don't take you don't take it lightly like it's something to be taken very serious like there's some men paying alimony right now mm. um you know uh there's there's it's it's not something like i said it's not something you want to take lightly it's 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 a real thing it is business when you do do the paperwork and you make marriage official it's supposed to be sacred there is a sacred aspect to marriage but there's also a business aspect to marriage if you're not willing to deal with both then you know i would i would i would you know tell anybody just to seriously think about it because it is there is both aspects to it People like that's what I'm saying. People get caught up in the whole love. We're in love. Let's go get married. Let's do this. I understand that. You know, I'm I'm perfectly capable of understanding that side to it. But I, I you really have to understand there's a whole nother side to it. Man, if you're laying on your deathbed, right, and you need medication or whatever the case may be, and you're incapable of making those decisions for yourself, and you decide to marry somebody just for some, you know, because she looks good or whatever the case, and you haven't you don't really know this person. Who's to say that person's going to care whether you stay alive or don't stay alive? Mm. You got to understand, like, when you your wife makes those decisions, if you're in, if you're incapable of making those decisions, so it's not something to be taken lightly at all. It's a huge, a huge decision that you'll make for the rest of your life. You're going whether it works or doesn't work. You're always going to pay the price, always. Wow! Wow! Sometimes, Sometimes the reward is great and, and, and sometimes you, you know, 
you have to you have to pay for making a mistake. Either way, you're gonna pay. Hopefully, you're paying for something that's that's worth it. Damn, that's deep, bro. Cause that's we all deep. know, we know. Like you just mentioned, you went out to dinner um, th- this this week, and you you probably paid a lot of money, about three hundred dollars on your dinner. Yes, sir. But like you said, man, it made my lady feel good. It it made my daughter feel good. So what's three hundred dollars for that, right? Nothing. Now, if you was in there, if you you and your lady y'all's on the brink of 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 breaking up, your daughter's not really talking to you. Three hundred dollars is a lot of money. Well, I'd be mad, but <laughs> yeah, well, you see what I'm saying. So either way, you paying for it, so you gotta make sure that it's worth it. That's Everything true. Everything has its price, and and sometimes it's worth it, and sometimes it's not. Tell That's me true. Friend. Damn, that was real. Damn, that's real. That's real. Wow. You know what, my brother? I want to ask you, man. You know, you, 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 you have been in a loving relationship for over a decade, over a decade, and yep. you've been married for over five years now. Yep. So you know, I'm I'm new to the game. I'm a I'm a rookie, man. I want to ask you. What what's next? What 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 was your experience from the time you popped the question up up to up to the altar? Not not getting married, but everything in between. Like what mm-hmm. what's what, what's the whirlwind that that Alicia and I is is about to uh, uh, spin ourselves into? But just for, from the guy side, as as what you can speak on, what's next for me, man? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was very, I was excited. I was involved in a lot of, uh, you know, the planning and everything like that too as well. But the first thing, like, after you pop the question, like, you do sit there for like maybe 30 days, even like 60 days where you're not even really thinking about like planning. You're kind of just enjoying this moment. Like, you know, like saying, oh, yeah, me and my fiance or me and this, like you enjoy living in that moment, right? Um, But it, you know, like all good things, it does come to an end. Um, and then you're going to have to start getting into your, your planning phase. So one of the first things is, is that we and Rashida had to do, we had to sit down and understand our family dynamics, right? Because, um, I come from a very culture background, I'm Haitian. Um, so we're very culture. Um, they stick, we stick to our culture. There's some things that you have to do, right? If you don't do it, then you're disrespecting a lot of people. And she comes, she, Southern heritage, you know, uh, she got her family and they got their culture and everything like that. So we really had to start thinking about how do we mix this and blend it? Cause for, for, and for us as for, well, for me and my background and my culture, when you get married, it's, uh, it's you bringing two families together, right? That's how it's looked like it's looked at. So a lot of times marriage is not necessarily for the two people. It is the the union of two families blending and becoming one. Um, so we really had to un- sit down and, and look at it from that aspect. And we, we was like starting to think, well, how do we mix these things in? And that's how we got to, okay, well, we know based upon our family, it's not going to be small, right? This is going to be a big thing. So I would think is the very first thing is um, how many people you plan on having at your wedding? Right. That's like step number one. Um, that's the first thing we did. 
was decide how many people we'd be having at our wedding, where we where we're gonna have a big, small wedding. We decide we have a big family um, on both sides. So it was definitely gonna be a bigger wedding on ours. And then from there, we were like, okay, well, what type of space can accommodate all these people? So venue is like the number one thing after knowing how many people is gonna come. Um, so you choose venue. Once you lock in your venue, um, that's when we started to send out like invitations um, and things like that. You have to start looking at caterers and, you know, wedding planners, uh, flowers that you're going to have, centerpieces, DJs, lighting, um, you know, vehicles that you're going to stay, the hotels before you the night before the wedding. So you get into all that. I mean, it's fun, but it can also be stressful. So the number one thing or the number one advice is just preparation, right? You're going to have to prepare because you're going to have to, you're going to look at several different venues. You're going to try several different caterers. You're going to try several different cakes. So you're going to have to prepare and do a lot of those things um, too as well. Um, so that's why, you know, it, it took us what it was a year and six months or maybe about closer to two years before we actually did the wedding, because there's a lot of preparation. Like you think, oh, it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you have to go, when you still have to work and you have to look at 10 different venues and then go back and pick and decide what fits here, what does that, you know, can the DJ fit in there? Can I bring my own people? Can I bring my own caterer and things like that? So yeah, man, it's it's a lot that goes into it. But like I said, you just have to prepare. You have to prepare. We went, we even went to this, like uh, what they call them, these little wedding. Uh, I don't know what they do, but they had these like a little, little wedding uh, conferences or whatever they have downtown. And it's like a big old, every vendor, wedding vendor has their own little booth. There's wedding dresses, there's flowers, there's caterers, there's invitation cards. I mean, every, every wedding vent vendor you can think of um, is in there. What's also important too, is you also have to think who's going to be in your wedding, right? Um, how do you, like we had special like bouquets for like mothers, we had for fathers, for uncles and things like that. Um, so you got to think about your wedding party. Um, there's a lot to think of, bro. There's a lot to think, of, but it's fun. Make it fun, right? Because it's, this moment is only going to happen one time. So you got to make it fun. You got to enjoy it. And then number and number uh, number one to stay within your budget. You know, you can always do uh you know, a renewal, or you can always upgrade on your wedding. Um, but if you break the bank trying to pay for the wedding up front, and then you coming back with nothing, then you're just going to create more problems. We all know financial decisions or financial hardship is what leads to a lot of divorce. So you don't want to break the bank trying to throw this extravagant wedding and it comes back to bite you. Wow. Wow. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank man. you. Yeah, we definitely, you don't want that. Mm-mm. Yeah. But just have fun with it because it's like, listen, this is, if you do it the right way, it's only going to happen one time, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, just have fun with it. Enjoy every moment. Enjoy all the magazines because it's going to get to the point where they just, they always on their phone. Hey, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just got to enjoy it. Live it. Live it. You know, they say, man, you know, for me, I didn't want to be like, they was like, oh, no, nah. you know, you let the wife. I was like, nah, I'm straight. I'm Because for me, it was it was my wedding too. You know what I mean? So I wanted to be very much involved, like in colors um, and flowers. I went to like everything. Um, 
so I wanted to be very involved in it too as well. And I wanted to enjoy every moment that I could. I didn't want to just be like, now nah, I'm just going to let my wife do it. I was like, no, nah, we, we did it together. And we, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a roller coaster ride. There will be some stressful moments. Uh, but at the end of the day, we look back on it, back at it on our wedding and the whole process that went into it. And, 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 uh, we would do it all over again. Damn. That's dope, man. That's dope. Wow. Thank you for all that advice, man. I appreciate it for real. Absolutely. For real. One of the things, uh, the night of the engagement, like shortly after it happened, we, we, we had a little toast of family toast. I brought some, um, some of that Welch's, uh, sparkling, uh, white grape. Uh-huh. So, so, so a lady could join in on the, on the, on the toast. But, uh, right after the toast, I said, uh, the goal isn't to get married. The goal is to remain married. Right. Right. And um, that's a whole nother episode we'll be having in the future. And I'd be, I would love for you, you and Risha to join uh, Alicia and I. But what it is, though, is a lot of times, even from young, we believe that the climax is marriage. And that's why for some people, after the marriage occurs, there is nothing else to aspire towards. And mm-hmm. when you don't, that's when you begin to go downhill yeah. uh, in the opposite direction so we we both said like getting married is good but the goal is to remain married mm-hmm. so yeah man yeah like i said we're we, we, we're gonna dive more into that into the future but it's just to show our mindset going into all of this like yeah like we, this is it we in it to win it all the way absolutely all the way great mindset to have Thank you, man. Thank you. My good brother, I want to thank you for joining me uh, yeah, with this absolutely. with this, this special moment, man. This is... Yeah, man. Once again, congratulations. <laughs> I'm so happy. Thank you, man. This is a... This is... Uh, like, I feel like this moment where you, th- where you do things in life and you're like, I'm a man. Like, this makes me feel <laughs> like a man. And yeah, this, yeah. this is one of those, you know, there's, there's plenty father... Um, occurrences that make you feel like a man, and there's plenty of uh, you know, um, you know, like 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 just you know, big time life changes. You're like, wow, like it's 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 one or two things. You're like, man, I'm an adult, or it's like, man, I'm a man. So this is one of those things. Where it's like, yo, this is and like my like my brother texts me. He was like, man, like. You and your grown man now. And I'm like, yeah, I felt that, you know, like I felt I felt exactly where he was coming from. Like, ah, like this is it. Yeah. Yeah. This yes, is sir. it. Wow. You get a few moments like that, man. You got to relish in it, man. Gotta for relish sure. it. That's real. That's real. Once again, I want to thank you for joining me today, my good brother. Absolutely. No doubt. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're always in contact, so I'm going to be hitting you up, man. And we're just going to be chatting along the way. But I just want to uh, just share this moment with you, man. And thank you. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. You know, I always got you. Yes, sir. With that being said, guys, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. Each and every episode, I recommend something for you to read, something for you to watch, something for you to do. Because you know why? You know why? Because it is important that you take time out to do what? To treat yourself. 
You deserve a piece of your own pie. Okay? You deserve a slice. So you know what? Grab a fork because it's time to have a treat. Treats, everyone. Get your treats. What I recommend for you to watch, we're going to go classic. I hope you guys are ready. I recommend that you watch the movie, The Wood. Now, I know when I said that name, it just brought back a ton of memories to a ton of different people. The Wood is a classic. It's a classic. It is a coming of age story. It also includes a love story in there as well. And just a story of just friendship. Because as you're growing up, things do change. People change. And there's nothing more special than one to growing up and actually being with your high school sweetheart, the love of your life. But two, to grow up and still have friends that you could count on. From day one. And that's what the movie The Wood is all about. It is a classic. I know you've seen it before. But if you haven't, oh my gosh, I recommend that you drop what you're doing right now and go watch The Wood. All right. Now for something to read. What I recommend that you read is a book titled Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. How to Win at Dating, Marriage, and Sex. So, this is a book that Alicia actually brought me for our last anniversary. She brought herself a copy as well because she wants us to read it together. This book looks very good, y'all. We're actually going to start reading it here very soon, but I want you guys to read it with us. If you're in a relationship, I want you to pick this book up. Let's read it together. Okay, Relationship Goals by Michael Todd, How to Win at Dating, Marriage, and Sex. It's a New York Times bestseller. Many, many people have spoke on this book, but I want to read the blurb to you, okay? In Relationship Goals, Pastor Michael Todd digs deep to give you good news and real-life ideas for making the most of your most important relationships. Number one, what it means to choose intentional dating over recreational dating. Number two, how to move on from mistakes you've made in the past. Number three, why love gets stronger after marriage. Number four, what the Bible has to say about sex. Number five, why the best friendships have God. At the center. Whether you are married, single, or it's complicated, aiming for the right targets will make all the difference in finding true satisfaction. Once again, guys, Relationship Goals by Michael Todd. Please go ahead, grab a copy, and then I want you to read it with Alicia and I. This is is our next book that we're going to be diving into, and we would love for you to join us because we will be discussing this book in a future episode as soon as we finish reading it. So you guys be on the lookout for that as well. Now for something to do. What I would like for you to do is to take a few minutes, 
Okay, if you can get 15 minutes or 20 minutes, hopefully 30 minutes, I want you to have a seat or lay down. I want you to hit the lights or dim them. And then I want you to find, actually, go to whatever streaming service you have, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever it is. Go to wherever you listen to music at. And I want you to type in jazz instrumental. And I want you to close your eyes and listen to the jazz instrumental. And while you're doing so, I want you to see if you can identify the instruments. I want you to relax and delve into the music. I want you to become one with each and every note. I want you to flow with the rhythm. I want you to enjoy yourself. Okay? All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I deeply appreciate you listening to this episode. Once again, if you enjoyed it and you would like to support the podcast, then just text this link to one person in your phone. Let them enjoy it as well. Thank you in advance. And before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. The best thing to hold on to in life is each other. Thank you.